Hello, I'm Damon. I'm Marcel, and I'm stressed out to the end of time. And we are... I don't know what that meant, but I'm very stressed. We are Black Nerd Radio. It is election day. Um, it's a storyteller episode, I think. <laughs> it's been... We had some delays last week. All on my end. Uh, so, sorry about that, but we're here now. Um... I um I am not that stressed out because it's just gonna be I mean I've already I've already done it I've already stressed out and now I'm over it because it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be I mean honestly it's we're gonna see an uptick in more racist boldness if he wins and we're gonna see mm-hmm. more if he doesn't where if he doesn't win. There's going to be spots of quote unquote revolutionary behavior because he's not going to quiet down. No. If he loses, he's going to be on the war path for at least two more years. You know, at minimum that's two more years. That's be talking if he doesn't about get, go to jail or for not. Right. That's what I was going to say. What's he owe like a hundred million to, to... Hey, 400, 400 million to China? Oh, Jesus. They gave they gave that dude a four hundred million dollar loan, and it's going to come due next next year or year and a half. I mean, what do you do if, if that comes due and it's the president of the United States? What if he says, "I'm not going to pay it," and if you want your money, come get it? Can you imagine? Then what? How how are we here? And I don't want this to be <laughs> a, a the political thing, but how are we here where the president can be beholden to another country? Uh for money it's 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 the answer is the answer that is so obvious but it's the answer you don't want to you don't want to hear it's barack obama's fault how because he won twice oh, okay so that's his fault for 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 doing what he was yes. supposed to do this is yes because because honestly if you really think about it and i've said this before to other people but when Bill O'Reilly said, for the first time in American history, the white male's vote doesn't count, as Barack is walking hand in hand with his wife and his two little girls up to the podium after he won to give the speech, he represented a large, large number of white men and women who saw their worlds changing. And then when you then when under Barack, even though he deported three million people, which these idiot Trumpers don't understand, but you saw an uptick in Hispanics and an uptick in black folks. And they knew that in the next few years, they're going to be a minority. And so when Hillary came around and won, they said to themselves, look, we cannot have our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. Growing up in an era where it's okay to have a black man as a president and a white woman as a president, it cannot happen. We will take whoever the other guy is. And they took him. Well, it's sexism. It's racism. I am telling you that is the simplest answer because well, it is the uh, well, truest well, answer. Yeah, the repercussions for Barack winning, but I'm, I, I, I think it's idiotic and to say it's his fault. How how dare he run for president and how dare he win like he did something wrong. He didn't do anything wrong wrong. So don't don't say it like it's his fault. 
but but that's how they feel is that this this wouldn't have happened if he hadn't won because when Barack won he had two things going he had Oprah Winfrey who had a just a fucking just just a tight chokehold on the white women in this world in this country that she could get them to do whatever she wanted to do you know and young people and they both came together and said, "Man, nah, I'm tired of these old white men," and they voted him in. And I said that, that that it's his fault because they feel like something was taken from them. That it's his fault we lost the presidency. It's his fault that my kids are going to see a fucking black guy reaching the top of this country. We don't want them to know that they can be anything they want to be, and that's one of the reasons why when Barack was elected. You know, I, I let out a sigh of relief and I, I shed a tear because now, even though he's an outlier, but now there's, there, there's no glass ceiling anymore. And that's what they were afraid of, is, is black folks and people of color realizing that anything can happen. You can do whatever you want to do. It's not just a white man's world. Why do you think Trump keeps saying, make America great again? Why do you think he keeps saying, I want to, I want to go, I want to put, put the husbands back to work again? He knows what he's talking about. He wants to go back to his father's day and the day when he was the youth, where, where the men worked, the white men had all the jobs and the colored folk, they just picked up whatever they could. Women were at home with, hi, honey, take off the apron, give you a hug, take your, take your clothes, take your jacket and your, and your briefcase and, and massage your feet and then fuck you because that's their job. This is why they say it's his fault because they wanted to keep the status quo. I understand your opinion. Yeah. Oh, your, I'm sorry, not your opinion, but, but not liking the way I say it. I get it. I really do. But I'm saying it how they feel. This was his well, fault. That we elect, that it's Donald Trump got elected. Overdue. They can go fuck off. I really don't care. <laughs> I, yes, I'm they sure. can. Yes, I'm they sure. can. I just hope he loses. Antar, my brother, asked me, he said, you really think he can win? And I said, Trump can win, dude, because he's trying to get all to, which is just, to me, just the most un-American thing I've ever heard. He wants all the votes at midnight to, 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 to stop That's counting. That's how that works. Even if he... That's what I thank you. If I mailed my vote in a week ago and they just got it at one o'clock in the morning, uh, uh, the Wednesday morning, they, they need to count my vote. What, what are you talking about? You know, and that's why he hit on mail in ballots. He this guy knows what he's doing, he's setting us up, man, for a possible uh, an attempted this coup of this country. I know what he's doing. Whenever they're Whenever there's an election, the the right always does this. They always they they pretend voter yep. fraud is a thing, even though it is what one percent, mm-hmm. less than one percent, less than like one. Yeah, way and, less, way less. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Act like that's it's a thing, and it's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, they, uh, you know, I'm glad some judges stopped letting uh, these militia fucks. Go to voter voter uh, places and with their gun with their guns. Why mm-hmm. in the fuck would you need a gun there? Other than just to try and and intimidate people. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like it's like the South all over again when they would do that to black folks. They would ride they ride up to the polls. Look at these niggas like, oh, you think you gonna come vote? 
I may kill you if yeah. you do. I may kill you if you do. And some of them went, well, you just have to kill me because I'm voting. Yeah. You know, and, and also Trump said it best. And this is the only problem. This is probably the only true thing he said off the cuff. He said that if we count every vote, there will probably never, ever be another Republican elected to office again. <laughs> and he's right. When Mitt Romney said that this country is center right, I'm like, you're center of an idiot. You're, you're left of an idiot because you don't understand that the majority of this country either doesn't care about politics it won nothing at all, or they want everybody to have an opportunity with, with their lives. They don't care what they do, you know, in their private life. Just do you. Be a success. Help the country be a success. Do you. You guys are the ones who think that it's got to be the, the Bible and, 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 you know, everybody got to have rich folk and poor folk. That's you. Most of the country does not believe that. And most of the country is in California and New York. So there's your answer right there. That's where most of the people are. And they don't, they're, they're progressive. They're, they're, well, they're Democrats. They're not conservative do, Republicans. Give with, me a break. Uh, we need to do away with the um, electoral college. Yeah, they do. It's one. It's, it's ridiculous. So ridiculous. They're trying. They're also talking now about convincing the electorals to take away uh, Biden's um, uh, electorals, if even if he wins the state, because they could have done that under Trump, because they're the ones, not us. Decide who's the president. They could go, yeah, the people of Oregon are idiots. I'm sending these, I think it's six electorals. I'm sending them to Trump. Poor Oregon's and Oregon's full of idiots. Yeah. We're sending them to Trump. That could easily happen, and it's not against the law. Yeah. You know, and I think that it, it, I like TJ said, if they counted every single vote countrywide, he'd vote. And I was like, I get it. I totally well, then he also get it. loses the ability to complain. I, 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 well, I he really doesn't. Well, yeah, he does yeah I get it. You're right. Because he does, he, you know, so yeah, he does. I, I'm not, that's not, that's not a characterization, you know, uh, because, yeah, no, I he complains, you know, but I also, <laughs> but I also vote. Yes. So, um, right. I, and, and, and I was talking to oh, my brother in law, and he said something that I just, I'm just tired of hearing people say, and we'll wrap this up soon and get off politics, but I just have to say this. I am so sick of the stupid, I see it a lot on Facebook too, of the stupid argument about, um, well, it doesn't matter. They're exactly the same. Well, yeah, no, they're not. I don't see, because you don't, I don't see a bunch of Biden people driving, uh, uh, driving Trump's bus off the freeway, oh, no. or a bunch of uh, progressives going to the polls with guns trying to intimidate voters. Or, you know, they're, they're not know. the same. Yeah, are they both rich white no. men? Yeah, and it's usually and really and old. Really that, old. That's usually the and same. Really old. That's usually the the you know status quo for this country. But to right. say they're the same is yeah. fucking idiotic, and it's proof positive you don't pay attention. Well, that's kind of was my argument when people would say that Hillary and Trump was the lesser of two evils. I remember I told one dude, I said, look, this is what I was at, I said, look, here's why you're wrong. If Donald Trump wins, he's going to rewrite, or sorry, redirect 
the federal courts and the Supreme Court. That man has over 250 federal judgeships he can fill, which is the most the president's ever had. He's going to fill them with deep conservative people who take their Bible yeah. over the law. Then you're going to have him rewrite the, the, the uh, uh, Supreme Court, who again, take the Bible over the law, and I guarantee you Roe v. Wade is going to be gone and women are going to go back to hangers to get rid of the baby that their daddy gave them. This is the problem. So they're not the lesser of two evils. You may not like Hillary. I never liked her. I thought she was just too mannish. You know, there was just something about her I didn't like. But she is not the lesser of two evils because she would not pack the courts with people that would take right. us backwards. And Trump has put people in, 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 in lifetime positions that are going to take us backwards. I said, you don't understand. I said, even as a, as a, as a black male, when, we go, when they start talking about going, make America great again, yeah, I start thinking of Jim Crow. Mean, I start thinking of slavery. Us. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And so I'm sitting here going, uh, hey, there's still that possibility that somehow somebody could do like they started, like slavery started here. You know, have an argument with somebody. He owes me money and then blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I'm in chains. You know, and the Supreme Court is like, well, you know, it is the law. <laughs> if you get people conservative enough, who believe in the Bible enough, it could easily happen again. That's why it's like that, that last election was, was so important and people just couldn't see past those damn emails and the fact that she was a woman. They could not see past it. They just couldn't. They could not see past it. And it drove me nuts. And James Comey killed her with that, with that letter he put out, what was it, four days before the election? I remember I went on my lunch break, popped up Huffington Post, and saw that e saw that letter he put out about clearing her of the emails, but really didn't say he cleared her. I'm like, well, Trump won. And I went and talked to my boy, the big Indian dude, and I was like, yep, he won. And he read the email, and he was like, yep, he won. And I started telling everybody, well, Trump's going to win. It's going to be close, but he's going to win now. And they didn't believe me. And I said, you guys just don't, you guys just don't understand how this country works. You really don't if you think he's going to lose now. It was so close. What, what was it? 20,000 people over yeah. three states that he won the election by? Yeah. That email, that letter James Comey wrote shifted those, 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 those voters. It, it did. It did. He, he elected Donald Trump. And then Trump repaid him by firing him. <laughs> Which is amazing to me. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the election. You're fucking fired. <laughs> oh, just right, hurts my head. Politics, because uh, dude, I we yeah, gotta go I hours yeah, with this stuff. I got so much too, to get off my too. chest. But this, oh, this so much to get off my we chest. Do it in our, our free time. No, I know. I may do my own. Yeah, I may. I may do my own because I got. There's a lot of stuff I got to get off my chest, man, about where the world is going and stuff. But there's so many of us doing that. I just think it'll get lost yeah, in the that's, shuffle. That's, that's kind of why I don't you like know. to hang too long on. Politics, because uh, oh, I get it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. You know, because then we turn into exactly. everybody else. You know, instead of being unique and doing, you know, God, I almost almost said in blood <laughs> people. <Ooh. laughs> 
I almost real close. I almost said it. Yeah, I'm, not I'm not going to. Not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been because <laughs> I almost did it. Oh, Woo. <laughs> that's for yeah, yeah, that's, personal that's time. <laughs> yeah, that's a real inside joke, and you will never know, audience. Uh, you will never know. I uh, I wanted to do a storyteller episode. Now, um, I wanted to ask you, did I, oh, well, the topics are embarrassing childhood moment, uh, first time at a strip club, and a bad date. Oh, before we get started with those, uh, did you, did you see uh, Quibi's gone, gone out of business? Oh, you Quibi? Quibi? What is that? Uh, okay, uh, I forget the- Wait, wait, I think I do. Is yeah, that an app on, well, on TV? App on on the TV? For the phone. It wasn't really made for TV. It was, it was made for phones and like mobile devices. It, it and was it's like, TV yeah, and like stuff? TV that, that kind of? A lot of A-listers. It cost 1.6 to get this thing started. It started like over a little over a year ago. Maybe, yeah, a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Quibi okay. was designed... For like you know, like let's say you have a, they, they take these shows and what is that? Oh yeah, gosh, you heard that? My bad. Oh, the pencil okay. fell. The pencil fell. Okay, um, Sorry, I, I got it. It uh, it was designed for like there was like shows, but they're like five and ten minutes long. So it was designed oh, okay. for like if you're at the subway or your commute to work on the bus or something. Or you're in line somewhere, it's mm. going to be a little long. You can watch your little 10 minute show. Now, they had all different kinds of shows. Right. I think they had like 20, 25 shows. I don't know. I don't know the number. But um, that was was designed for. Now, but it's, what's also annoying mm-hmm. is that, you know, if you're watching the show, now you have to wait another week to get another 10 minutes of a show. But it, it mm-hmm. debuted and with a free trial of three months. Um, and then when it debuted, COVID happened like a month later. <laughs> another <laughs> another business killer. Killed by COVID. Wow. Well, I think COVID was a nail in the coffin, but I don't think COVID was the reason it failed. I think it failed because it's 10-minute shows. And it doesn't... And it just... Most people want to have to at least have control over that now if they gave you these shows and they gave it to you in five or ten minute blocks and you can watch them at the pace you want it that'd be one thing but then again it's just like any other mm-hmm. you know but it's it was just kind of doomed to fail from start from concept i mean i remember when i heard it that's, that's so anyway they tried to sell it at least uh to another buyer for one point four 1.2 or 1.3 billion no one wanted it so they tried to sell the shows to as a group as a group to like Netflix or Amazon they didn't want it there is some good and I haven't watched uh, watched the shows but they from what I hear there are some good shows on there but another problem with Quibi is that they don't have the licensing they have the licensing to sell it as a group but they don't have the licensing to piece it out so Ah, so yeah, yeah take, take the shit with the, with, so with the just, got it. It's just a loss. So they couldn't unload it. They couldn't, they couldn't, they can't part it out, and no one else wants to buy it. So all these little shows are going to probably 
become bigger shows on Netflix or Amazon or Shutter. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. it's going to get dissolved because there was a lot of these shows with some like, you know, star star power. So um, that were just Quibi exclusive. So that's gone out of business. But um, oh, one more thing. I didn't want to get political, but one more thing. <laughs> I just I I I be remiss not to bring it up. Ice Cube okay. is a dummy. Yeah, I've been kind of following that, but I don't want to. I don't want to delve too deep into it because I, I've always thought that Ice Cube thinks he's smarter than he is, just because he made hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, now, now, you know now, what I mean? It's like there's intelligence, and then there's. Uh, there's, you know, there's like business intelligence and there's political intelligence. Yeah, I think business wise, obviously, right. he's very intelligent. He turned, he literally turned yeah. nothing into, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, the man's worth yeah. four hundred million dollars, man. Four hundred million dollars. So <laughs> you smart as hell when but it comes to business, Jack. <laughs> he is but, a fucking moron. Yeah, when he had his first little thing on. Yeah. <laughs> It would be like initially he said, you know, I've I'm but paying much attention to the politics. Now he's with this group, this black group that I forget the name of them who he's aligned himself with, but they but they're kind of yeah. Uh, they do a lot of division inside of inside of black culture. So it's just like I don't think he he knows what he's always aligning himself with. Truly knows. And he's like, I was mm-hmm. just being an artist. I wasn't paying too much attention to this stuff. Now, the the Trump's platinum package, the name alone is infuri- is an is an insult. Is an insult. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was like black yeah, it's an like insult, bling, uh, call it the platinum package. One, Ice Cube said he went to both part both parties, and Trump's the only one that that wanted to do something right now. Trump, it, 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 it's not how it's it not works. how it works, bro. This, I, I was so mad. Damn, when I man. heard him say that. I was like, "What are you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I heard that too. I saw the wait. video." Uh, we, I said, "We're done waiting." No, idiot. We're here in the eleventh hour of an election year. Yeah, they don't have any power. Yeah, they want to wait because no. if they do get power, if they if, if if Biden wins, then they can they can make some moves. And now if they lose. They can still work mm-hmm. with you, but they got to figure out how they're going to get around the 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 the, the neocons. So right. it, it just seems like. Uh, but Trump wanted to work with me. He's a fucking idiot. He Trump wants. Trump wanted to work with you because he's at the eleventh hour, like he said. Uh, person of yep. of note, uh, he can get a photo op with you and push yep. whoever you know yep. else that's in the. These morons that are undecided over the edge towards him. It, it's just, it was such a right. stupid. Yeah. And uh, Trump hasn't even, he hasn't made good on any of his promises, his big campaign promises. Nope. What the fuck thinks, nope. makes you think he's going to stick up for, nope. you know, back what you want to do? He'll tell you what he's going to do, but it's not going to fucking happen. He's such a fucking moron. No, he. he... Yeah, he doesn't understand. I don't think Ice Cube is used to a different kind of con man. He's used to the to 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 the to the producers of rap and and to and to the street gangs, you know, kind of kind of con. 
This is a rich white man, Khan, who will who will who will literally put his arm around you if he thinks you can do something for him. So Trump put an arm around him and Lil Wayne yep. to get a photo op so that he can give to Candace Owen to go out and say, see, black people, we got two famous black black men who love Trump. And we want you to vote for him. And 50, That's all it was. And 50 That's cents all it was. Or, I don't want to be 20 cent. Oh, fuck you. Well, the only thing I can say is, as, as I don't know how much money he has, but I, from the tax point, I can't argue. Those guys are going to get creamed uh, when, when, when the Democrats take over. They're going to just get destroyed. And I, but then again, I don't care okay, because I don't have that kind of money. And honest, I never will have that kind of money. They'll be paying their fucking you know? fair share. They're not getting. They're not getting. There destroyed. you go. We pay. I'm not destroyed. No, you're right. I, I mean, I can still buy shit that I want and do shit that I want to do. I just pay my fair mm-hmm. share. So let's yep. be honest. It's not. They're not getting destroyed. They're not. It's. They just don't want to pay their fair share. I hell hell hell. If you have a well, hundred million dollars and your taxes come out to two million, you're not fucking starving. And you're not paying your fair share because your taxes should come out to yeah. probably about eight. If you, for every hundred million, eight to eight to ten million yeah. should come right off the top. Sorry, but it needs to come. And all he can see is the millions that are going away, that are just going. It's like, dude, you still have ninety million dollars. What are you talking about? It's just pure greed. And what I meant by destroyed, which you can say that was a bad word or a bad uh, use of of, of 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 words, you know, one way or the other. But it's how he feels. He's going he's gonna to be financially destroyed if these taxes go through. You know, it's like why some people, you know, just love Florida. Florida is a shitty place to be yeah. all around, but they have no state income taxes. Neither does Texas. I don't think Washington does. So people will go there just because of that. But what they don't realize is that the money that they think they're saving, they're paying right back to the, to the state through sales yep. taxes. They're giving it right back. So what do you, I had to explain that to Big Dave. I said, Dave, man, you're giving the money right back, dude. Think about it. And he, he, we hung up the phone. He called me two days later, and his first words were, I fucking hate you, Marcel. I've always hated you. And he hung up the phone. <laughs> and I was like, and I called him back. I was like, just, just, just because you're always wrong doesn't mean I don't love you, bro. <laughs> doesn't mean I don't love you, though. But these guys are so greedy. You know, it's like it's like Trump found a way to not to to, to call to call what was it a nine hundred and fifty million dollar loss? So he didn't pay New York State taxes for twenty yeah. years. It's like, how are you people following this guy? This is a con artist. Then you go all the way back to the original point, the Ice Cube, and I throw a Little Wayne because Little Wayne's well, career is in also, trouble now too now, because he's, he, he well, met unlike, with Trump. Unlike Ice Cube, Little Wayne is a legit idiot. <laughs> this is- yes, he is. He's addicted to the, what do they call that stuff? That codeine yeah. and cough syrup. I don't think he does that anymore. But he scissor, was addicted. Yeah. Scissor oh, up or some shit like that. Yeah, scissor. That one rapper just died, yeah. dropped dead from it. They all kind of chilled out on that. Yeah, I don't. I was like codeine no, no, and cough codeine, medicine. What is codeine, wrong cough with you? And Sprite. And you. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the only thing that's good to you drink. You mix them together. I guess the, 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 you know it's like being drunk, but like, uh, um, 
I guess, you know, it's a codeine high. I don't know. I've never tried it. I'm just, but how, how bad must your life millionaires be doing this stupid when shit? you have that? <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how depressed are you, man? You've got what he, they have. What if I had right now, despite my injuries and my pain, my life would be perfect. I got a woman I love. I got pets. We, you know, we we're trying to get a kid. And, and you give me $150 million, my problems are solved, Jack. I'm not going to be trying to trying to get out of this world, you know, getting high. So I'm just wondering how, how mentally broke are these well, guys to be doing it. that? That's just it. Money but can't you, buy happiness, Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> it can only, it can yeah, that's rent, all the rich folks say. Fuck them. It can't, it can't buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty six, twenty four, forty nine. Whatever, I'm not gonna go there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, no. But the, the, to, to wrap up the cube thing, dude, it, it, he just—I think he wants to do yeah, something his, his to stupid, help. His heart's in the right place, but his stupid head is. Yeah, is, but he's really just, throwing up roadblocks. Right. He should have learned from Steve Harvey. Be a, you know, be a prick and cut all um, your friends out. <laughs> well that too but you remember when Trump won he was one of the first black folks to go to Trump Plaza or Trump Towers and uh, and talk to him about the, the black problem yeah. and it's like why would you do that dude you gotta give this guy you gotta look at his reputation which is what yeah, everybody he was this forgets way always. Donald Trump he has a reputation yeah, he still wants to he still wants to lock yeah. up the Central Park 6 he and, still and wants to lock up his- and it was proven that. Oh, uh, anyway. Yeah, they did not do it, and Ice Cube did not either. Doesn't know that. That's what I. Do, that's what I don't about get. That that, I mean, he was. You know, he has not yeah, see? changed. Only thing. Only thing that's different no. is that now he's running the country. He's been the same guy. He's been the same guy. He's yeah. the same piece of shit when he had the show The Apprentice. He mm-hmm. was the same piece of shit when he was on Oprah's yep. show talking about what a success and he's buying the, the king of New York back in the 80s. He was the same piece of shit. <sighs> it's just now that he's yeah. now, now he's just and running that's his, the country. Yep. Yeah. Now he's in now he's got his hands on the nuclear codes. And I, and then my thing with Cube is that dude, look at look at this one last thing, and this should tell you why you shouldn't talk to him. The man loves dictators. He is. He he said to him and Kim Jong Un have had love each other. He loves uh, what's his name, a president for life, Xi. You know, in China, he loves these guys. Yeah. He loves Putin. You can't trust a guy who admires guys like that. No, you just can't. And, and but he does. Oh, and then I wanted to say about about Cuby. There's a channel, and I think I told you about it called Omelon yeah. on uh, YouTube. They do that, uh, short movies and stuff. Well, uh, that's, fifteen you know, minute movies, that, twenty minute movies. Q Quibby is that doesn't cost anything. So, so, right. it, so people who yeah, want to do free. that just go do it. But I'll be goddamned if yeah. you know, I'm not gonna pay. For, I'm, I'm not paying anywhere. I'm not paying for uh, that. What eight to ten bucks a month for for ten minutes a no. week? Get the fuck out of get the entire fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was that. I didn't. Wow. Yeah, no. What, what, what kind of nerve do you have to have to go? Like, Look, man, I'm gonna give you ten minutes of my time, but you're gonna have to give me twenty dollars a week <laughs> or a month 
for the for everything, but you only get ten no, minutes no, a month. No, you get uh, what? Get thirty minutes a month. <laughs> oh, sorry, thirty minutes a or month. Or actually 40, 40 minutes. A and month. you don't. Yeah, and it's like, wait, I'm not gonna pay you anything for ten minutes. Yeah, man. like what I said, with you. What could you possibly con- get done in ten minutes? Seven. All right, let's go. We <laughs> we we were diary uh, of the mouth. And before I want to say something else political, I'm just going to dive right into our storyteller segment, and then we'll call it a night because I'm I gotta go to bed, dude. Yeah, it's getting yeah that 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 uh, thing is probably throwing you off the uh, yeah fallback yeah. a little bit because it's throwing and me off. I honestly, my 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 pain I, meds are just off. I'm purposely right trying now. to keep myself distracted. I uh, I you know I I didn't I'm, I watched very little news today. I'm going to watch a, a show, uh, one of my shows on one of my stories, and then I'm going to bed. I'm going to play a game and lay in bed and go to sleep because I just want to wake up and figure out what my day is going to be like. Am I Angry at work or happy at work? Angry all day. <laughs> Am I going to be happy and, and hopeful <laughs> or, or angry and feeling doomed for another four yeah. years? What, what, what the fuck? Exactly. So, so I'm just, I, I gotta, I can't allow myself to, uh, to drift too more, too much. So I don't, I don't want to freak out anymore. Oh, uh, I haven't watched it yet because Eloise, when Eloise comes, uh, this weekend with me, we're going to watch both episodes because it's one of our shows we watch mm-hmm. together only. Uh, but that's the Mandalorian. Have you, you no, watched I haven't one? caught up. I haven't caught onto that yet. I I'd probably watch it, uh, sometime this weekend. Uh, what is it? You haven't even seen the. You haven't even seen the. No, I saw, I saw the whole first season. season. It was one of those where you told me I, it was one of those forced reviews, and I watched it all at once, which is what you hate for me to do. But I watched it all yeah, in like one day. You can't, dig- <laughs> you can't really digest. I, I realize that now because after that. I did that with uh, the Watchmen, I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm gonna talk about this because all the episodes are starting to blur together as I'm writing this shit down. Because I just watched it cold yeah. one to nine. I was like, uh. <laughs> It's oh, all jumbled not... now. <laughs> I can't do that no more. Oh, I used God. to be able to do that, oh. but can't do it no more. Yeah. So, oh, so geez. what? So what is? Which one are we doing? Oh. Uh, I want to. I want to do childhood I... story. I want to do Go childhood ahead. story. But you do whatever you need to do. All right. You start. No, 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 no. You start. Okay. Uh, I for for an embarrassing childhood moment. I can't remember. Well, when we get to mine, I'll, I'll ask you first because I can't remember if it's something I just told you or if something we did on the podcast. I honestly don't okay. remember. But it was uh, so I, that'll dictate whether what other story I tell. So I'll let okay. you go first. So please. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, I uh, when I was young, my mother taught at Hollywood uh, grade school, which is right across the park uh, from Grant High School. It's one of the reasons why she wanted me to go to Grant so she could keep an eye on me. Not that the Grant was a good school, but, you know, that's what she said. Grant's a great school. No, Mom, you just want to know where I'm at all the time. Love you, but don't lie to me. Uh, now, your mom's a prof- your mom's a professor. Might as well be. She's, she's, a, she's a master teacher, so there's not really much difference between the two, you know, except for one one right. degree, I think. And she could, she could finish that if she wanted to. She just doesn't want to. Um, and so I went to Hollywood for, like, one year. Um, I'll never forget the lady's name. Name was Mrs. Scarf. She, uh, <laughs> there's a great picture of me, uh, frowning because I was first in line. I beat everybody to the door 
And she made me go like third or fourth for no reason. And I was just pissed. And I'm sitting there just lip out, arms crossed. I ain't smiling for nothing, motherfucker, you know, or whatever the hell an eight-year-old, nine-year-old does. Um, so later on that school year, we were in the classroom and I remember thinking two things. One, because I remember I hit my head and it didn't really hurt, that my head must be like super extra hard. I mean, it's got to be because I didn't, you know, I didn't feel nothing. Yeah, my head's extra hard. Two, I have an afro and it's going to pad my head like a helmet. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. Take those two by fours and hit me in the head with it. And the kid was, one of the kids was like, what? Go ahead. I bet it just breaks on my head. My head is extra strong. Okay. Oh, he hit me so hard, man, that my eyes rolled, but it didn't fall. And I was like, yeah, that's all you got here to give me in. He hit me again. And apparently, Miss, now you got to remember, my mother is maybe 300 feet down from me. This is Scarf walked into the classroom and she was like, what the hell are you idiots doing? And I was like, my tongue was out and I was slurring my words because I, I know I had a major concussion. I was like, really? You just I'm just telling him how hard my head is. That's all. Oh, we need to go to your mother. So we, she drug me down to my mother, and I'm like, "Hey, man." She's like, "What's wrong with you?" She's like, "Your son was getting hit in the head with two by fours. Why? Because I have an afro and my head is hard." She's like, "I gotta take him to the emergency room. Anything to the emergency room? There were no, there was nothing in my head, but I know this was back." You know, before they really understood concussions, they just said, ah, he got his bell, his, his bell rung. He'll be fine. And they sent me home. I went to sleep. And then we moved on with life. I feel so stupid so right now because. So that's what you're it, it very well could be. I don't know. But <laughs> I look back on that and I'm just thinking, was I really that bored as a kid to think of something like that? I think. You have to be a special dude. <laughs> I can remember myself at that age, and I would never, I would never initiate someone to hit me in the head. I wouldn't think that I, my head was so hard that I could break. I, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I, that's one of the many things that I did as a youth man. That it, it just. My dad said once, I think when I was like sixteen or seventeen, he said, "You know." I thought you were going to kill yourself when you were a kid because of all the stupid stuff you did. And I know there's even more stupid stuff that I don't know about and don't want to know about that you've done. I was like, you have no idea the dumb shit I've done. That have no clue what me and my friends have done. And we did it out of boredom, you know? I mean, there was nothing to do. There was nothing to do, literally. So we jump off roofs and, you know... Now I I did you know, that dumb kid shit because we had a we had a hill we used to call dead every hill every neighborhood had one of those I swear to God everybody at the end of our street you know and and it went it was a it went up about I don't know maybe twenty mm-hmm. feet but then you go down it it goes you know because we I lived at the at the end of a cold oh okay and um, and uh, and the hill was at the end of it and uh, we made a ramp that went down that hill and then jump and then made a ramp. On one of our friend's dad's cars that just sat in the yard and didn't mm-hmm. do anything, and not into the grass on the concrete. So we go down this, you know, fifteen foot hill, dirt hill that's almost at a seventy degree oh, angle, nice. maybe. I mean, it's it's oh, super yeah. steep, so you get a lot of. And then we go flat for about ten feet, and then we're on a ramp, 
uh, that's as high mm-hmm. as a car. And I, and we did that in our fr- the oldest kid in our group, Forrest. He was also the biggest. Well, he I was probably the biggest, but he was definitely the mm-hmm. tallest. He uh, his when he he went up so high when he landed, his handlebars snapped off the. He had like a mm-hmm. neck on his, you know, but and it, it's it wasn't you know that kind of weight. It just snapped, and uh, he banged his sternum on the on the front of his tire. He broke like four Damn. ribs. We had to, we had to get his dad to come and his dad's friend to come pick him up because he couldn't bend. It was horrible, and then <laughs> his dad just. Looked at the car, looked at him. He's like, none of you fuckers are doing this. And he flipped the board off yep. the car. <laughs> and we were so scared. Because we thought he was, we thought we just watched our oh, friend die. Yeah. But he, but, uh, you know, and he was just, you know, and, you know, his son's all busted up, his 10-year-old son. So I get stupid kitsch like that. But to be dumb enough to think that I'm like impenetrable. That, that, that's, that's but, a, that's a but you got to understand special. though, is that my friends and I, we didn't think cars could really kill us. Cause we used to, I told you off camera or off air about how we'd get as close to moving cars as we could and touch them as they went by. We all did that. that is and this is before Instagram and all these people doing stupid shit just to be on TV. We did it because we were bored. We used to let these two Doberman pinchers out. And we were in the fourth and fifth grade. We'd let them out of the fence and have them chase us because it was something to do. Every day we'd run up there. We'd be like seven of us. All right, whose turn is it to open the gate? All right, Stephen, open the gate. Open the gate. All right, all right go. And we start running. Dogs would be. Ah, ah, ah. It was. Did you kids ever get? Did you kids get? No. What I realized later is that the dogs at most would like tear your clothes. They tore one of my one of my friend Kevin's, or they tore his coat. They got him in Taurus coat, but they were fairly, they were pretty well trained. You know, they didn't go too far from the house. Like we got a certain distance. They wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, keep running. Um, but it's almost like the dogs look forward to it because they, they'd come to the gate and look. And one time I saw the guy in the window watching, he didn't even stop it. He's like, well, if these dummies want to do this, we have some fun. And then one day I got separated and the two dogs were coming at me. And I know I told you this years ago, you probably forgot, but, there was a truck that came around the corner on 27th and I'm like, and I'm running and I jump on the, on the, I swear to all oh my grandfather on everything I hold dear. I jumped on the hood of the car and I'm looking at this driver and I'm like, go, go, go. And the driver just looked at me like, what dogs drive. <laughs> and this dude is like, okay. And he started driving. I was like, turn right on 25th. He turns right, stop here. My grandmother, my grandfather, and my great-grandmother were outside on the porch. They saw their, their, their firstborn grandson jump off the hood of a car, say thank you to people he didn't know, run by them and go, hi, guys, run in the house and get something to drink and said nothing about what they had just saw. That's what we did. Okay? <laughs> Fucking... This- Oh, Isn't that insane? insane. insane. I look back on it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm stunned. I didn't, I didn't get killed. I am stunned. I'm still alive. These, and, the, and like I said, this is before Instagram and Facebook and Jackass. I can't even imagine what I would have done today if there had been, or back then if it had been like this. If we took technology now, took it back when I was in the 
third, fourth, fifth grade. Oh my god! I'd be dead. No way. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad that I would have been. I would have done some devious oh, yeah. shit. There's no. I, I'm so glad it wasn't. Oh yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. I would be. I would have been derailed a long time ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, we used to run around and slap girls on the ass as hard as we could. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. Oh my god! Oh, it oh. was, dude. It was no. Ah, oh, the glory days of just not <laughs> realizing what sexual harassment was and what death and pain oh, god. is. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah. Oh god, no, I can't even think. Of All that. right, your turn. All right. Well, now, now, did I ever tell the story? on podcast about the time I got bullied. So I beat the neighborhood bully and then I challenged the other bully, the other neighborhood bully. Cause we had two. our neighborhood. Had two I know bullies, you told me, but I don't I, think you told it on podcast. And if you did, it was years ago. Oh. All right. It may have been, yeah, maybe just in the sound. Yeah. It was days. years ago when you told that. So the new people, you know, they'll, they'll love it. Yeah. So it was a All good right. story. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, when I was about, yeah, I was in the second, second or third grade. I was in the third grade. Uh, in our neighborhood, there was a, we had two bullies. One that lived across the street. I forget his name. I, I think it was mm-hmm. Jeff. And uh, and it was a Hispanic kid that was three houses down from me. And I forget. We'll call him name, Jesus. But uh, oh gosh, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say. Oh, boo. Yeah. Boo. I just remember. I just remember he was Mexican because his dad had a heavy accent. His dad looked. It looked and sounded like. And this is, you know, we're talking 1981, mm-hmm. 1982. So uh, Eric Estrada and Chips uh, is a big yes. deal. <laughs> And and this guy, his dad's dad, he looked like Eric Estrada. He was like a just hot Latin dude that all the women, including my grandmother, all said, oh, he's yeah. so handsome when they see him. But his son was a fucking bastard. And just and the kid, what, what sucked is the kid could fight because his dad taught karate. Uh, and he would have like in the summertime, he'd, or when the weather was nice, he'd be doing Tai Chi or... His, you know, and you have all his students out on the front lawn. Maybe like 10, 15 other adults doing this. So he's, you know, we thought he was a big deal. He was mm-hmm. cool shit. So uh, uh, his son, Dan, he would just make my life miserable all the time. And we had the same bus stop. And uh, one day uh, he was just... Um, you know, he smacked me up and, and at the bus stop before the bus picked us up. And I was upset all day at school and I was upset on the way home. And then my mom asked me what's going on because she could just tell me. I guess my, uh, you know, I was just, obviously something was bugging me. But she uh, she was like, um, you know, uh, she fucked up and gave me like the license to fight because I always thought I would just get in trouble. And I was intimidated by this guy, but she gave me like this really motherly kind of fucking yeah. up kind of a, you fuck him up or uh, I fuck you up. no 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 she never did anything like that she never did that kind of ignorant shit that unfortunately a lot of oh, yeah. parents did they sure did boy 
I mean, so 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 you're gonna double down mm-hmm. on their terror? <laughs> that just no, makes no but it's sense. A- Oh, so now, so now they don't feel safe at yep. home either. Oh, I watched awesome. that happen. <laughs> that is, I thought that was just it is dumb. shit. No, but she just, she just kind of gave me like this, you know, I don't know, just pep talk, and showed me a few things. And my uncle Paul showed me a few things to fight. And my uncle Paul spent a lot of his uh, adult life in and out of prison, and he was this is around the time when he was out, so we would see him kind of mm-hmm. regularly. And uh, he, so he gave me a couple pointers and like, so the following week, like the following Monday, I'm at the bus stop, Don, Dan's giving me a real hard time. And I just like had one of those Ralphie moments where I'm crying and I'm mad and I beat the living shit out of him before the school bus got there Mm -hmm. to the point to when the school bus got there, I was so upset. I just ran home. I didn't get on the bus. I was like, oh, I'm in trouble, and uh, this is bad. And so I was so scared. I just ran home. My mom's like, well, you missed the bus? And I, you know, I was all upset, and I told her what happened, and I you know, beat him up. She was like, that's okay. You know, you know what? You don't have to go to school today if you don't want to. <laughs> and so that day, later that day, um, uh, Dan and his dad are knocking on our front door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look what your son did to my son. And and he goes, I gave him a black eye and I I yeah, I bruised him up pretty good. There you go. With my 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 crying wimpy rage. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Well, I, I had never experienced violence like that towards me, you know, and when he so I just to to you know to do it mm-hmm. was like you know it was a little traumatizing. It was my first real fight. Yeah, I remember mine. <laughs> and and, uh, and so my mom just kind of snapped. We're the only black family, or well, well, we're one of two black families in the neighborhood in nineteen in you know in Van Vancouver, aka Van Tucky in the early eighties. Ah, so Van Tucky. <laughs> it was like uh, he was like she, so she you know. We were already experiencing a lot of uh, bad shit, so he just got both barrels of that frustration, and she told him, like, well, fuck you, and your son's a pussy if my son could beat up him, and doesn't he take karate? What the hell? She slammed the door in his face, and the rest, he just left me alone. His dad, I guess, had a talk with him after that and saw that he was getting no help from my mom, so Mm -hmm. uh, he just left me alone, and I kind of, you know, it was like, of the first week in many weeks of just bliss. And finally, so I was, you know, I was kind of feeling myself. I defeated the big bully, but we had another bully, a guy who was a little older than us. So I didn't have to ride the bus or go to his school because he was a grade ahead of me or a couple of grades ahead of me. And I think his name was Jeff. And uh, Jeff hadn't given me any static in a while, but he was a bully. You know, if we had crossed paths, he might say or do something, but he generally just left me alone, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. So we hadn't had a dust up in quite a while, but I'm, you know, I'm one and oh, I'm oh and one, I mean, or yeah, one and oh. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna seek justice. I'm going over there because he gave me a hard time, whatever, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick his ass too. There you go. Got, feel, my, got feeling yourself. And I remember my mom said, uh, I told her that I was going to go talk to Jeff. She's like, why would you do that? You guys don't like each other. And he, and she's like, uh, I was like, uh, well, he did this and this. And she's like, 
but he didn't do anything recently. We already addressed that last thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't start fights. Don't ever start a fight. And I was like, I didn't listen to her. I Later that day, I went across the street and I knocked on the door and Jeff's dad was there. It's like, is Jeff, can, I, can Jeff come to the door? And Jeff came to the door. And I remember, I'll never forget the look on his face. Is like, why are you here? Uh, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't even, you know, and he's like, what do you want? And I was like, go out there in the front yard. We're going to fight. You and me now. Like, he, well, he, and he, it was, it was so weird because it was clear. He was like, I'd rather be doing whatever it was before he came to the door, but he's not going to let me call him out. Oh yeah. So, so he was like, all right. So, <laughs> I mean, thinking back of it, he was so effortless for him. So I, I said, we're going to fight because you did this and this and this. And, you know, I'm bringing up literally old shit. But I'm just like, you know, I never liked him because he was always mean to me. And I already beat one bully. So I'm going to beat this bully. He kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know what was more embarrassing. When his dad came out and said, all right, he's had enough. And he just stopped. It wasn't like. He was emotional, and his dad had to come between us. His dad's like, all right, he's had enough. And he just stopped, like, hey. all right. And then he went to the house. Uh. It was like it took no effort for him to beat my ass. <laughs> and then I watch, have his dad just watch me kind of, like, pitifully, like, poor bastard. Uh. And then I look across the street, and my mom's in the kitchen window looking at me like, Poor bastard. And that walk to the to the house to my room was humiliating. No, I'm sure it was. And my, I'm sure it and was. my mom and my mom didn't even say anything. She looked at me and she was like, mm. uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, like I, so that was that was a very embarrassing and and I learned something that day. Don't ever pick a fight. And if someone's fucking with you and they haven't fucked with you in a long time, just let yeah, it go. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> just let it yeah, go. Just let it go. Yeah, I was, that was my dad's biggest, biggest thing about fighting. He's like, you never, ever throw the first punch. I think a lot of uh, black families talk about that stuff. You know, it's like, you don't throw the first punch. I think that's why you see a lot of black kids when they're fighting or going to fight, they just get face to face and kind of circle because they got that in their heads. Like, don't throw the first punch. Don't, don't throw the first punch. Don't throw the first punch. Well, you know where that comes from, don't you? At least it was for me, the way it was explained to me from my mom. Uh, one, yeah, one reason, yeah, don't, you know, don't throw, don't start a fight, you know, don't start none, won't be none kind of attitude. But it's really like, because once you start throwing fisticuffs, there's a good chance the police are going to get called yep. and you're black. So guess what? If the other person isn't black, oh, yeah. You know, so if they're, if, you know, if the other person's, uh, you know, white or you know, just not black, it's gonna fall on oh, you. Yeah. So yeah. if you, but no one's gonna, you know, you'll have a strong argument if you're defending yourself. See, I remember so, we were talking about fighting, and I can't remember the, the teacher's name, but it's this white dude with a with this weird mustache, and we were talking about fighting, and for some reason he chimed in with a bunch of fourteen year olds talking about fighting. He said. You know, he said something, and I said, I said, something ain't right with you, man. What would you do if a black kid and a white kid were fighting? He said, he said, well, who's winning? Oh, black kid. But stop the fight. What if the white kid's winning? I wouldn't stop the fight. And you know what? I didn't tell anybody that. 
<laughs> no adult that. <laughs> Not one adult. Wow. I didn't even think about that. You know, I was just like, wow, wow. You, were, you were racist. And I just moved on with my day. You know, I I don't know, but just, everything was just different. You know, I mean, they like that fighting you had. There's no way somebody today wouldn't have called a lawyer or the police would have been there or at least afterwards. I mean, uh, I, I, I hate yeah. everything about today. And it's not because I'm getting older. It's just that everything just seems to be getting just so, so much softer. Everybody's like, you know, offended by everything. Everybody's being shamed by everything. You know, somebody has big eyebrows thick bushy eyebrows and you say man your eyebrows are thick and bushy stop shaming me in my eyebrows okay i'm not sure what happened here but it's it's, i i i know what you're talking about because i think some things are a lot better because we couldn't have we couldn't address the things that need addressing if these things weren't like we go through this period but sometimes you know for a while the dial can go a little too far in the other direction and I think that's kind of where we're yeah. at. I mean, I mean, it's good that people can, you know, they can be a trans kid or, a, you know, I'm glad we live in a world where that is being becoming a, a, a thing. But the, the far end is that is a person that wants to change their gender literally two or three times in a day. And yeah. then want to get pissed. They want to get pissed at you for not knowing what's in their head. Yeah. That shit and when that becomes like the norm or becomes like a thing, then we're fucked. But yeah, I think it's we're kind of experiencing an evening out. We're still in the the dials turned a little too, you know, what's considered ridiculous before it gets dialed back to an acceptable kind of a, I don't know. Well, the other reason why I brought it up, you know, your story and my story, because I couldn't imagine what would have happened if if, if I, that had happened in school, you know, today. One, I would have been taken to the hospital immediately. Two, that kid who hit me, whether I told him to do it or not, would have probably been expelled, you know, and it's like... Oh, yeah, you would have definitely gotten a psyche valve. Probably sure. that, too, yeah. Um, instead of, like, just two idiot kids doing idiot things. Um, but we watched... I watched that video Stephanie sent to both of us, and one of the things that bothered me was after watching it, it's like, if I'm a supervisor and I'm doing a bunch of work and somebody comes to talk to me and I, and I say these words, and I don't want to talk to you right now. I, I got work to do. I could actually get in trouble for saying that. They could say, he feeling intimidating and he wasn't nice to me. I was like, I don't have to be nice to you to work with you. I just don't have to be disrespectful. I just can't be disrespectful and mean, but I don't have to be nice right. to you. Do you understand the difference? And then I, then I get another HR complaint. You know, and it's like, for what? I'm talking to you like you're a grown-up. This is how grown-ups deal with each other. They say what's on their mind. At least I thought they did. And that's what that more than anything bothers me. It's like, I can't just tell you to leave me alone or another co-worker. I don't like you. Don't, talk, don't bother with me. I got to like everybody at work now. You know, and it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just, it just, Oh, it's gonna choke people. Yeah, you know, how soft everything is. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, so there's a lot of uh there is a pussification. Yeah. It really is, dude. I mean, it's just but you're right though, the trans people, the gay people, you know, I I'm, I'm happy that they can be out and, and do and live in their lives, you know, the way they want to, you know, that they're not closeted and all that stuff. That's fine by me. I don't care enough one way or another what the hell you do you know but 
everything else, the, the culture of talking to people, man, I, oh, I, 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 I can't, I can't deal with that. I'm gonna talk to you like a grown up. If you fucking up, yeah. guess what? You fucking up. Fix the shit. You know what am I supposed to say to you? You know, fix it. I'm gonna let uh, I'll find somebody who can do it right. So that's the part that just just gets me, man. I, uh, and all these camera phones get me too because I watch these Karens and I know back in the '90s, boy, Karen walking the store yelling at me like that, she might leave with a black eye. <laughs> And all these cameras being around, <laughs> and I got immediately get in trouble. I say, "Hey, she fell." Everybody in the store, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she stumbled, man. I got friends who were who were, who were wife and girlfriend abusers. I know what to say. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I know a ton of them that, that did that back in the day. You know, um, a lot of them are in prison. All right. but, you know, anyway. <laughs> all right, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> all right, first time in a strip club. Uh, what was it like? Eighteen, obviously. Oh yeah, because I mean, it, yeah, most places it's uh, eighteen. Yeah, we uh, eight. Well, it's either eighteen and no alcohol, right. it's... or no, or twenty-one and over. But we live in Portland, where uh, again, you're not going to find another place in the country per capita <laughs> that have more strip clubs than we do. Rules are a little different here. <laughs> Yeah, we are number one, and we're <coughs> full nude. Most places aren't. Really, I did not know and that. Yeah, yeah, most places aren't full nude in the country. We 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 we're, huh. know, we are full nude. Full nude is the norm here. I didn't. I did uh, not know that. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So, um, huh. um learned something. Um, and what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? So yeah. We had there was just as many like twenty one and over strip clubs in eighteen. So if you were eighteen here, you could go to like a juice bar. Yeah, we did. We did all and that. It was yeah. Just, um, yep. So I went eighteen, but first we had to make a stop. You know, on your eighteenth birthday, your friends would take you over to uh, Hollywood Video, and you get your red card. You know, that's just what you may not ever use it, but you had to get one. So we went in there, we got it, and. Oh, that's so you can get your rated R. No, that's 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 you don't remember not Hollywood Video. Yeah, what is it? No, the 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 no the uh God, what is it called now? I forgot. It's on Sandy, the famous uh, adult video store on Sandy. Oh, 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 oh Fantasy Video. There it is. Yeah, we. Yeah, oh, okay. my bad. Uh, some I, I did say Hollywood. That's my bad. Um, yeah, Fantasy okay. Video. It's on, yeah, it's on hold. Right. <laughs> yeah. Duh. So I, had to, so I had to go in and get that. And then we went to a uh, strip club and we went to one, I think it was called the Beaver Inn. I let one of my hillbilly friends take me. And the lady on stage, I swear to God, looked like she just got shot up with meth. And it was the worst experience of my entire life. I'm sitting there looking, going, why am I here? These are the ugliest women. I swear one of them was pregnant, like at least four or five months pregnant. You know, I want to say what Stewie said. It looked like he had bullet wounds, um, you know, <laughs> but I did see a bunch of track marks. You know, one had dentures. Which, what place did you go it's, to? It's out by, it was, it was. I don't know if it's still there because I would never go back. Uh, out by, out flew past Johnson's Creek. 
uh, Fred Myers where that used to be, or the cinemas that used to be on Johnson's Creek. Oh, There's a Best Buy out okay. there too, but it's it's going towards uh, Gladstone. It's way out there now, but it was. You know, it's funny about it was Portland, there. Some of these, <laughs> yeah, some strip clubs. I remember we I went to one that was a, an extension to uh, someone's house. They like made like a little bar that held maybe fifty people or so, like an extension to a garage. Wow. And and they had a little liquor license, and they had a strip club, and it was like, like God, they put a strip club anywhere here. Oh yeah, just as long as it's not <laughs> near a school, they're everywhere, man. I mean, yeah. they are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, people who don't live here really can't understand that in certain parts of town, you would literally have two, three of them on the same block. You know, where you're, where you're like, oh, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, okay. That for someone who doesn't live in Portland. Strip clubs in Portland are like Starbucks anywhere yeah. else in any major city. They really are. It's like you can you literally can throw a rock in any direction and you're gonna be on your way to a strip mm-hmm. club. That's if you go downtown. They are everywhere. But that's my experience. So what was yours like? I'm sure it was much better than mine. Yeah, it was so funny. My first one was <laughs> wasn't that eventful, but uh the uh, I just had a really funny, uh, bad stripper experience. But the first one I went with was 18. And uh, my birthday and my buddy Alex's birthday are close. Or my friend Brandon's birthday are close. So we're all turning eight. So when he turned 18, I turned 18 a little bit before they did. So when he all turned 18, we went all went to uh, – God, it's no longer there, but I forget the name of it. It had a really big oak door, hmm. uh, and uh, it's right off of uh, right off of Sandy. And um, we went in. We all ordered our old duels, <laughs> and and there's and that's the 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 birth of and okay, like that was my first time at a strip club. I knew the score. You know, you you want to. Give up enough money to see them naked, right. but you don't want to give up too much money to where you're broke, right. because you, because their job is to get as much money from you as they. Oh, can. Oh God damn right, and, yeah. Oh hell yeah. You know, and it's 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 it's, it's just an understood agreement. Mm-hmm. But there's your every group has that one friend that thinks she really likes. Yep. Them. And, and uh, I watched that happen the first time. I even tried to talk him out of this, like. Where do you think we yeah. are? I mean, this is this is what yeah, they do. This is what they're paid to do, dude. No, dude, it's different, dude. It's different. And he must have, you know, this is, you know, we're 18. So we still, you know, some of us are just still excited. We don't have school tomorrow. And wow. <laughs> and uh, so, so to cough up like 200 bucks in a night, that's devastating. And uh, well, I, that's, but that's exactly what I watched my friend do. It was just like oh, it was my pathetic. God, yeah, now I've seen I've seen so many people go in there and just give up just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to uh, uh, these women. Man, it's like you do realize, man, that this is what they get paid to do. They don't like you, and yeah. you know, a couple of my boys, you know, had enough money to where they got her to go to the house with them, and I'm like, so you pretty much just. Hired a prostitute to go to the house with you, is what you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what you exactly did. What no, man, it was only like 50 bucks. She, she, she's a prostitute. It's okay. You know, you do you, <laughs> but don't think she went because she liked you. 
You know, she went because yeah. you had some money. You know, I mean, that's just what it was. And it's just, yeah, I just, I would just go, you know, check out the titties and you know all that stuff, and then, then, yeah. then march out of there. It was so funny. One of the funniest uh, strip. I remember when my friend Casey and I were we were on a just hitting strip clubs that night. We're just you know nothing to do, so we started going to these weird. Was like look, you remember you used to get those uh, exotica books that would like tell you all the strip. Yes, clubs I remember that little mag, little free magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And I remember uh, we got one of those, and we're like, we're gonna hit all these odd, yep. weird ones. And we walked into one. It was me, him, and his brother. And we walked in. And the girl, as soon as you walk in, the stage is literally like right to your right. So you're literally almost blocking the dancer on your way to go find a seat. And she, Casey and I both walked in ahead of his brother. And (laughs) she turned around and she looked kind of methy. Methy? And she smiled. Yeah, she had a she had a kind of a messy thing going, meth mess chic maybe I don't know. Wow! But uh, he lo- she looked him in the eye and she smiled, and I wish I am not exaggerating. It looked like a mishmash, a mishmash of white teeth and candy corn. Oh, with what was Ew. left? It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of a lot of gas. Ah. And she smiled. She smiled like she didn't have a horror show for for her mouth, and uh, Casey said out loud, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" And I just started laughing, and it was uh, she immediately knew what we were laughing, and the the bouncer was like, "He he should, he was like, you guys got to go. You can't you can't make fun of the dancers." He's like, "You don't even know what we're talking about," and he's like. You know, I mean. <laughs> look, I've seen, I've seen her teeth. Yeah, you were laughing at her teeth. Go ahead, just leave. <laughs> it was so funny. We were like, uh, that's when we we're like, we had no pushback. We're like, oh, okay, just as long as you acknowledge. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never been kicked out, but, uh, but yeah, I, just, I, yeah. That that was the only time we were kicked out for laughing at a stripper that had like five teeth in her head. I knew this dude who made it rain with uh with a, with with a, with a quarter. And the dancer oh, said no. something to him, and he went on stage and took the quarterback because he didn't, he didn't like her. He didn't like her <laughs> attitude. Next thing, next thing oh, I know, Jesus. he's like being being thrown out of the club by some bouncers. I'm like, "You gonna help me, Marcel? Nope. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you can go now. I fucking hate you. Bye. <laughs> I say, Why would you throw a quarter on stage, man? Who who is that funny too? He he's the yeah, it's so dehumanizing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think I don't know how he thought that would fly. Uh, he's just an asshole. I mean, he just thought it was funny, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not funny, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, I I, I can't I can't condone that behavior. <laughs> yeah. I can't, you know. But he did it, and he got thrown out. I've seen a couple people get tossed out. I stopped going because one, I got a little older, and it just didn't it just didn't appeal to me anymore. But there were. Yeah, I've been to a couple know, where fights that broke out. I'm like, I can't, I can't be around these fights, man. Man, you go, you go to those, you go to those garbage ones. No, not really garbage, but they're just they, they attract a, a different type of clientele than uh, 
some yeah, of the some of the other certain, ones. Certain <laughs> yes, element. certain element of, uh, <laughs> of of roughness, ghetto roughness, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, last one, and then uh, hello. Oh. Last one, and then we will call. All right. Now, again, I don't know if I know I told you this. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I will say this my bad date. But you go first, sir, please. You know, bad dates are just, it's been so long. And I, I think we've done this, but we've done this before. And I just could not come up with one that is that memorable. Where, let me think. Let me give me, give me like two seconds. I, there was one where, we met at, at, I think it was Applebee's for some odd reason. She wanted to go to Applebee's, and I fucking hate that place. Um, just shitty food. I just can't stand Applebee's. Um, yeah. And, and I just don't. Bad. But then again, you eat at Denny's. Well, we ate at I mean, we, that's the pot calling well, the kettle. If back then, me. we went to Denny's because, you know, our work shift ended at like one in the morning. And if we were hungry, there was just no place, no other place to go. I mean, we didn't go there during the day or anything like that. It was like hungry. Go to know. Sherry's. Well, we did. We went to Sherry's too. But if we were closer to Denny's, man, it's like I'm not gonna drive all the way to a Sherry. Denny's is right here. And the only thing you worried about at Denny's were the uh, golf kids drinking coffee in the back. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. I always well, it was always looked. Uh, Sherry's was always looked at a step above. Well, yeah. Denny's. It is. Sherry's, Sherry's even IHOP is, is to is Denny's. Yeah, Sherry's is to Denny's what Target is to Walmart. If that makes any sense, it does. But Target's like Target compared to yeah, Walmart. Yeah, but Walmart's so much more fun. Anyway, so we... <laughs> oh, it's a that's what I mean. Zoo. It's... It's a human. It's a human zoo. <laughs> with this, with this, yeah. Price. If, if you ever, you ever, if you ever feel bad about yourself, uh, go on to Walmart. You'll feel like a king after you, after it. Hey, don't even buy anything. Yeah. Just walk around for ten. Yeah, minutes. my life's not that bad. You, you, are <laughs> like, you know what? I'm yeah, doing all right. My life is good. <laughs> um, so oh. she wanted to eat there, and. We started talking and just nothing was going right. I mean, she was arguing. I'm like, are you having a bad day? He's like, no, I just don't want to be here. I'm like, well, why did you agree to come here then if you didn't want to be here? Well, because it was close. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I can't. I can't do this. And we, we hadn't even ordered yet. You know, we had the water and some, and some, I think I got some bread or something. But she just didn't want to be there. And I was like, all right, you can go. But I've never had a date where it's like, oh God, I'll be telling grandkids about this one. Never had one that bad before. So, oh, I've had. I, I know I've told you this one, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast before. Uh, I went on a date with a friend of mine's sister. Well, those always work out. <laughs> well, you know, it was she. She was like, oh, I think my sister likes you, and yeah, we do have some chemistry. The, few times we were around each other and uh she was you know she's pretty good looking and she was nice and you know all that and we you know had rapport so we went on that we decided to go on a date now uh she was a big movie buff because every time we get together we talk mm-hmm. movies every now and again so we're gonna go say i remember the movie <laughs> vividly 
so we meet. Uh, she's great. We're having a good conversation. We go grab a bite to eat. Then we're going to go see this movie. And, uh, you know, then whatever happens after that. Now, I pick her up. Everything's fine. We get to the movie. Uh, it's uh, the Headless Horseman, Tim Burton. Hell the yeah. Like the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That yeah, was it was. Um, but, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's, we get there. The movie hasn't started yet. We're the only ones mm-hmm. in the theater. And, uh, she's like, uh, I'm running to the restroom real quick before the movie starts. So I was like, okay, great. And, you know, you know, you think someone runs to the bathroom, 10 minutes is a decent amount of time. We're coming up on 20 mm-hmm. minutes. And now the trailers have started, and we we were so it's been like twenty minutes. I'm like, oh man, she's in there taking a dump. Great. Oh well, that, that isn't really. I don't want to. Yuck. <laughs> you know, it's like thinking about if I'm gonna get lucky tonight. Maybe I say hey, I was taking a yeah, shower you go. first. But <laughs> but uh, she was like, uh, she comes back, and her demeanor is completely different. Okay. I mean, she's like, uh, she's just like quiet and like she's drowsy. And she literally, I, I'm like, I, I keep looking over. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, oh, no, I'm fine. It's just, just so tired. I was like, what the? F-? I'm thinking, what the fuck happened? She's like a completely different person. And she's like mm-hmm. out of it, like she's drugged up, you know? And, uh, so and I literally one time during the movie I look over she's holding a piece of popcorn in her hand but she is completely nodded off and then she's just like a heroin almost like a heroin uh, it sounds like it Yeah so the movie's over uh, I was like I'm like I'm just going to I was like she's like I'm so tired I just uh, I was like yeah I think I, I think we need to take I'll just take you home So I take her home She's damn near nodding off mm-hmm. in the car. It's almost like she's drunk. I'm, you know, still not making the connections. I was like, "What happened?" Yeah. And uh, and uh, so I drop her off, and you know, my friend, she lives, you know, Miss Matchmaker here. She lives just two, like two buildings in the same complex over. So I drive over to her place, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And I explain the date. And she's like, oh, that sucks. It sounds like my sister's back on heroin. And I said, I said, what the fuck do you mean back on heroin? And why would you hook me up with your junkie sister? I was so pissed. (laughs) So you were right about (laughs) heroin. (laughs) Yeah, she went to the bathroom to shoot up. And I went on a date with a heroin addict. But uh, that that was a bad That was a. Oh, you think? That was really yeah, that's that's too much shit to polish up and try to make it presentable, man. I mean, I uh, fucking she went in and got high on heroin. My God! But the worst is her sister was like the one that suggested we hook up. Knew she was a heroin addict and then facilitated like the meet. You know, anyway, I was like, why wouldn't you? If you're a friend, why wouldn't you say, "Hey, my sister's kind of she's got problems," you know? Well, I'm sure she was thinking that if she had told yeah. you, you wouldn't have gone out with her. And she probably wanted her sister to go out on a date. She would have been right. Yeah. She would have been why, right. That's why I wasn't. How does that saying go? I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission or something like that. 
Yeah, and that's yeah. what she was thinking. You know, I'd rather yeah beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. And that's what she did. She was like, "Fuck <laughs> it, go out with my sister. You'll have a good time." And she just pulling on that rubber thing, going, "Yeah, you'll have a great time." She pops the needle. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was uh... dude. If you would have got pulled over with her in the car, was she white? Oh yes. God! You got if you. Oh. Yeah, they would have thought I was her pimp, and you're keeping her drugged up to. Oh sell her yeah, out I know that out. would have been awful, dude. Ah. <laughs> like this is a date, and then I don't know what happened. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, colored boy, get it, get out of the car, get out of the car. Yeah. That's how that shit would have ended. Oh, oh shit. All right, folks, we have babbled long enough. Yeah, almost an hour and a half. And uh, oh yeah, looks like it. I gotta, I have to get back to distracting myself from the results. Yeah. But one way or another, we'll have a show next week talking about the results. So uh, yeah, it could be hopeful or it could be doom and gloom. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Tune in next All week. Right, God, God, God be with you. <laughs> All right, see you, folks. See you. Hey, just a pre-show announcement. Um, Go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of Marcel and I. Um, Have any questions? Um, I don't know present a topic you might want us to talk about any of that anything uh radio at gmail.com also we have merch we have like sweaters t-shirts uh, coffee mugs um oh stretch pants um we got a lot of shit <laughs> so if you go to blacknerdradio.com It'll go, it'll send you right to this, uh, our merch, our store, merch store. You know, the holidays are coming up. Wouldn't you look great in a Black Nerd Radio t-shirt or sweatshirt or pants or phone cover or mug? It doesn't matter. Just check it out. Also, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's it. This is the worst ad I've ever done, but it's the best I can do for ads so (laughs) go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com to uh, get a hold of us or go to blacknerdradio.com for merch either way we'd be glad to see you on with the show